0: Hello there, you're welcome to another episode of F&I Rap Chat. Uh, so yeah, we have a really good guest today. We've got Louise Gallagher, the producer of a film called Bump, A Bump Along the Way, um, which was shot in Derry and uh, stars the amazing Brona Gallagher as a woman who uh, is 44, or she's in her mid-40s, uh, and gets pregnant after a one-night stand um, after believing that she couldn't. Uh, have babies um, and she has a 15 year old daughter so it's kind of a reversal on the usual kind of situation where it's a, a mom with a, a teenage daughter it's kind of the other way around uh, it's really funny really charming um, kind of backed up by just a, an incredible central performance uh, from Brona Gallagher as I mentioned in the podcast it's kind of great to see her in a, in a leading role because we're so used to seeing her um in a Amazing supporting roles. If you look at her IMDb, it's just, she's, you know, from Pulp Fiction to uh, the commitments to loads of great TV and loads of great Irish shorts over the years as well and her own music career. So it was great to chat to uh, Louise, uh, who has a wealth of experience um, from working in BBC to going on to working as a producer. And, uh, yeah, great to get a kind of a feel for... The scene in Northern Ireland and how films are being made, and uh one of the really interesting things is is um there there's such a quick um turnover on these films, and it was the same with uh the dig uh that and I screen did as well that um from once the green light is given they they're they're done within a year uh so it's that's something that's really inspiring um yeah so yeah great really great chat with her. And uh yeah, some F and I news um if you check out the courses, uh there's a brilliant couple of courses coming up with um Stephen Cleary, who is doing one uh on purely on horror filmmaking. Uh and that's really interesting. I don't think there has been uh that kind of a course kind of looking specifically at a genre like that and and the skills that you need. And he's also doing a workshop on gender. So uh, yeah, if you check out uh, the usual places, F&I, uh, social media, and find out more about those. And um, yeah, um, A Bump Along The Way is being released uh, this coming Friday, the 11th of October. Um, I think there is a screening in the Lighthouse on Friday with a Q&A with uh, crew, so if you can get yourself along to that. And uh, yeah, big thanks to Amy from Element Pictures uh, Distribution, who helps set Set this up, and um, yeah, it. If you, it's really good to see uh, this kind of film being made, and uh, you should definitely go and support it. Louise Gallagher joining us on the phone all the way from Derry. Is that right?
1: I'm actually in Belfast. Oh, OK. But, um, yeah, I live in Belfast, but I'm ne- I never forget my Derry roots. and You can probably hear them in my voice. Yes, <laughs> I haven't ab- changed.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> um, so you would have grown up in, in Derry then?
1: Yeah, I, I grew up um, uh, on the, in an area called the Loon Road, which sort of faces Derry City GAA's um, pitch there. Yeah, um, on the Lumber Road, kind of between the Bogside and the Craigan. Okay. And um, yep, grew up there. Very happy childhood uh, with the sister and the brother and the mummy and the daddy. It was great.
0: Great. Um, would you relate to the Dairy Girls at all, or how? How? What do you think of that show?
1: Oh, absolutely related to it. I, I think I watched it mostly through tears. It really. Of uh, nostal- nostalgia and and fun. Yeah. And just the. I suppose seeing Derry for the first time um, portrayed in that way instead of the way that people would be traditionally seeing it yeah. um, for other reasons. But, oh, yeah, I'm just – I was absolutely thrilled yeah. and loved it. And when we were in Toronto with our film, it, it's a massive hit over in, in North America as well, which was which was very nice. and um, Brilliant. People could understand this for the first time ever. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's important to have references like that.
1: Oh, aye. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, for us, even for making this movie, which is, you know, set in dairy and a, about, you know, a f- follows a dairy woman's story. Yeah. Um, it's it, it sort of Dairy Girls, the TV show, has sort of lifted the lid for us. And um, we've just, you know, been. And and in many ways, sort of been riding on the wave of that. Yeah. Um. Because people know now, you know, know where dairy is, and yeah. they are they're, they're they're getting in, they're getting in their ears of tune to the humor and the slang and yeah. the and the way we talk and the way we and and how you know uh, we've all I mean dairy people have always thought themselves really funny, <laughs> so yeah. we you know we we were we we're kind of thinking well we told you <laughs> but nobody listened. And how you know?
0: how would you describe dairy humor?
1: Uh, very sarcastic hmm. and, um, self, oh God, that was, there's my sister sort of texting me in the middle of that. I hope that we ding. Did you hear that? We ding. I didn't
0: hear it. No. Um, I hear
1: it. All right. Okay. Sorry. Our broma's texting me in the middle of it all here. Um, <laughs> uh, right, very sarcastic, very, very, um, uh, dark as well. And, um, just very witty, you know, yeah. Pe- people, don't, People in Derry just, you know, they're they're if, if you get a wee bit above your your station, they'll not be long in bringing you down yeah. in the nicest possible derogatory way. Yeah. But I suppose I suppose that goes for any humour across the island of Ireland. I think we're I think the Irish anyway are just funny people. We're just a funny race of people, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. So every county is going to have its its own slang and its own. Um, Dialect and obviously its own its own slang, you know, sort of slang words for everything. So yeah,
0: yeah. and um, growing up, so obviously your sister Brona had a career in film. So going back, you know, twenty thirty years, when did you kind of get interested in in, in working in film?
1: Well, I was at the BBC when I I, moved, I left Derry when I was nineteen to work at BBC in Belfast, and okay. I stayed there for twenty three years working wow. across various um productions mostly radio and yeah. uh magazine programs and music programs. So I'd have been a, a radio production assistant, I think they're called broadcast assistants now, but mm. across programs like Across the Line was produced and presented by Mike Edgar and um so the John Kelly the Show.
0: Music shows.
1: Yeah, music yeah. shows, yeah. So we're with a lot of spent a lot of time in, in Bars and clubs going to gigs. Great. Yeah. And with, with recording. So I you know, my, my music was mostly music background and magazine programs and the John Kelly show, and John's yeah. now on Lyric FM. Yeah. So, and then in 2011, I decided to uh, take redundancy from the BBC and just move on and try and do something else. Um, I had been in the online department. Uh, making content for um, radio and television programmes being produced for BBC Northern Ireland. So I just decided it was time for a change, decided to leave uh, in November 2011. And about four or five months after that, there was a low-budget feature being shot in Belfast called Made in Belfast. Mm. And they were looking for a production manager to help them put the the film together. And I met the writer-director, Paul Kennedy, who's a Belfast writer, producer and director himself an actor and I started working on that that did quite well and it just sort of took off from there so I started production managing short films and a few TV programs I worked on um, the City of Culture stuff for Other Voices and yeah so just sort of jobbing around doing all sorts of yeah. Any job, really, that I, that, I, that interested me. I just started production managing, and then that moved on to line producing. Yeah. And then to where I am today.
0: And... Uh, so it's
1: been... It's
0: a bit of a journey. And, like, how how did uh, kind of your experience with the BBC, how did that stand stand to you? Because it's kind of kind of different going from um, radio into feature films.
1: Yeah, well, I suppose at the end of the day, you've got the basis of... Um, how do you run a production office? Yeah. And uh, I suppose 90% of working in the film industry is dealing with people. Yeah. So I I had a very good grounding in dealing with people because you're dealing with the public all the time, you're dealing with other programme makers all the time across many, many departments. So it was just, I just sort of was confident in how to deal with people and... Um, uh, I mean, I had a, a, a massive learning curve when I came in to working in film, learning what everybody in each department did. I wasn't completely ignorant of it, but there were certain rules that I had no idea. Okay, what does this person do? What does this person require in order to do that job? So it was it was all a learning curve, and I suppose I just, you know, I, I've always learned on the job, and I never went to film school or or did any media courses. I came straight out of school after my A levels and and and. In many ways, the BBC in Belfast was my was my training was my university and I just learned on the job so yeah um and obviously having the bbc name uh, and that 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 career in the BBC stands with you yeah um but yeah it was I mean it was great and so I just sort of
0: Go ahead. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So, what kind of skills do you think are are most important for someone working in, as a producer or a line producer or production manager?
1: Um, dealing with people, you're, you're dealing with all sorts of different different people. Everybody wants something different. Um, I think you need to be patient. You need to be organized. Um, you need to be fair. Uh, I mean, for me, as as a producer now, what I've learned over the last year, particularly, is that, you know, I can get you a film made or, you know, I can get you everybody that you need to make that movie. But for for young producers coming through, it's the business end of it all, which is the most overwhelming for me over the last year. You know, they call it show business, and it is business. And so, you know, the, the movie, A Bump Along the Way, has, you know, achieve more than we, at this stage, than we ever could have thought. But the, the thing that I'm learning every day now is dealing with all the business side of everything after the movie's made, making sure, you know, there's loads of paperwork, there's loads of financial documents, there's loads of certification documents. Um, it's, you know, as a producer, you're effectively an employer. So when you set up a small business, you have to, you know, make sure that every, that you've got all your boxes ticked in terms of paying people's, tax and insure, you know all that sort of stuff so that's the that's the part that's a wee bit maybe i, I, I see a lot of young people all the time you know within the industry now. Saying, i want to be a producer but um i think it, it it's like really really need to understand what that job means um because sometimes it's it can be less creative than you expect it to be and it's business it's all right. forms 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like oh god not another form so um, it
0: doesn't really end where yeah. the director kind of finishes once it's kind of in the cinema but you will know
1: no, really... <laughs> no the, yeah the producer the producer's job for me i find that the producer's jobs is, is is intense and is time-consuming during before during and after the film, and particularly after the film, because then you're dealing with sales agents, distributors. Mm-hmm. They need to you know who owns the rights to this and who owns the rights to that. And obviously, the, as the producer, you own the rights to everything. So it's negotiating all these deals, um, getting yourself a good lawyer, good entertainment lawyer who knows the business, getting yourself a good accountant, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, it, can't, it might seem sort of maybe your listeners are all being going turned off now, but it's <laughs> going all oh good but that is actually the, the reality of it. Yeah. Um, but I find it exciting. And I think, it, it, I think in the film industry, certain personalities are, are uh, sort of, are drawn to certain roles. And, um, I, I, I just, you know, I suppose I can moan about it and give off about it, but ultimately I really do enjoy it and I don't know anything else. You know, I I've never done any other work in any other career. Yeah. Um, What's, so what's the biggest feeling.
0: buzz for you? Would it be getting on, on set or is it when you finally see it at that premiere on the screen?
1: I love I love being on set. Yeah, I love being on set. I love watching everybody who's really great at what they do, doing it really well. And of course, the greatest, you know, for, for Bump, um, for working on Bump, the greatest buzz has just been the the reaction to it. Yeah. It was not, it was, that is just like, we just keep looking at each other going, really? <laughs> really? Wow. Because <laughs> yeah. we just, we had, the, the, the thing for me when we were doing this was, let's get it finished and get it finished as best as we can. Let's make the best movie we can, we can make with the resources that we have. And the fact that it's been received so warmly. Yeah. is just, that's an amazing buzz. You know, that's, yeah. you can't, you, can, you can't bottle that feeling. It's it's just incredible, and I know a lot of producers probably say that, but it is you know, the fact that you've got your peers, and you know the the fact that the the crew can turn around and say, well, that was great, and we we've, we've made a movie we can be proud of, and you know they don't want to take their names off IMDb. <laughs>
2: that's that's yeah. a bit of a buzz. <laughs> yeah.
0: Could you tell us just about how um, when you came on the project and where the, where the genesis of the project was
1: so the, the the script was written by Tess McGowan and she wrote it as part of Northern Ireland Screens New Writers Focus and it's a, a writer, writing development course that they run or project that they run for a full year and they selected her script to be part of another project of theirs called the New Talent Focus which is to develop first-time writers directors and producers so i was asked by northern Ireland screen to come in and interview for the role as producer on this i had been line producer on a a, a movie the year before which was part of the same scheme called the dig starring oh, yeah. mo Dumford and larkin cranich yeah
0: we had the and, writer and... uh Stuart, yeah uh, on yeah, Stuart,
2: yeah
1: the lovely Stuart, yeah. yeah. So I, I the line producer for Brian Falconer for Out of Orbit, Orbit Films and that. So i have been through the New Talent Focus
2: yeah.
1: scheme, knew uh, what it was about. So they asked me the interview for this job. They offered me the role, and then it was up to me then to try and find a director. And we, you know, we felt this is a female story, mm. so we, we, we want to make it. Uh, we want to find a female director, yeah. and it all sort of. A lot of it was. Poor, a lot of this thing has been coincidence and timing and, you know, and and I had met Shelley Love, who became our director like a couple of days before or after I had met with N.I. Screen for this role as the producer. Yeah. And she had just moved back to Northern Ireland with her newborn baby to um, be with her parents. And she was a single mum. And she was just sort of starting to introduce herself into the following community in Belfast. Yeah. And we met for a coffee shop. Uh, we met for a cup of coffee. She started talking, and you know, she was there with a wee boy, Otto. And I thought, wow, I wonder this might be a perfect fit, actually. So I suggested it to her. I suggested day and I screen. We brought Shelly in to meet everyone, and you know, she just connected with the story immediately because she had more or less just been through a similar experience. So she knew she could feel the character. You know, she knew what the character would have been feeling and um, connected with it on a personal level. So it all all happened really, really quick. So, you know, the next thing, I I mean, I I always knew once I read this that there was only one place we could film it, and that was back up in home and Derry. So I got in touch with my uh, production manager, Chrissy Gallagher, uh, no relation right. but I definitely think there's a line of, we definitely line a share share a line of DNA yeah. and uh and our uh the one of the best for me one of the the best um directors of photography on the island of Ireland Mark McCauley who is a dairyman yeah and um so I got in touch with the two of them uh told them what we were at and what we went what we wanted and it all came together like really quickly um and um I think we got all the locations pretty quick. So that was March, April, March last year when I came on board. By June, July, I was we were already up in Derry scouting locations, um, and then we were. It was a you know a lot of work, a hell of a lot of work, seven days a week. Yeah. Um, and then we were sh- we started shooting on the fourteenth of October last year. And we shot it in eighteen days. Wow! And I'm mostly, mostly, uh, I'd say, ninety five percent dairy crew.
0: Wow, I had to bring in a very impressive.
1: It was mad, you know. So (laughs) uh, the last year has just flown. So you know, I think you asked me earlier about you know the buzz of things. I think the, the the most thing I'm proud of for all of us is that we were able to complete this movie. And handed back to Northern Ireland screen at the end of March this year. That's you know, yeah. in less than in less than a year, you know. So it's. Uh,
0: That's great because these things can kind of languish in development for so long. It's great that there just seems to be a real yeah. engine driving it forward. And, um, is,
1: and, that, and that has to do with the Northern Ireland screen thing. They do give you a short. You, know, you have to do this within a within a financial year. Yeah. And um, it does, it is a hot house, and it's stressful, yeah. Um. but it's such a buzz. And you, you just have to get the, the blinkers on and get on with it. And everyone, everyone's, you know, you make everyone aware of that. And I'm very, I'm very open about this, these sort of things with people. I said, this is what we've got to do. Yeah. This is what we have to make it. This is how long, you know, we, we can't mess about here. So it comes a time when you do have to crack the whip a wee bit, but everyone knows that the ultimate goal is to make the best movie you can make. And that's what we did.
0: And um, Brona is so perfectly cast. Was she was she in mind when it was being written, or when did she come on?
1: Um, I think I think Tess sort of had it, had her in mind. You know, yeah. uh, that would be a question really for Tess. But obviously, you know, Brona being a dairy woman, I'd read the script and I thought you know she definitely would love to be involved. So I I, I told her about it and sent her the script, and she really enjoyed it. Um, but then ultimately the director, you know, has the final say in the cast. And, but because Shelley wasn't from here originally, yeah, um, I had, um, and I knew, you know, know quite a few people here, I had made suggestions to her. And ultimately we were looking at Bruna for another role because there was a whole host of other characters in this movie okay. compared to what you see now. So we were looking at another role. And then as we were heading to London for a script read, um, it was Shelley said, we should really, let's get Bruna to read the lead role here. Um, and, um, it just went from there and it was perfect. You know, and I always, I always knew that, you know, no matter what role Bruna would do, she would bring it and she did. Yeah. Um, but I'm just so chuffed for her that, that everyone has, has, um, appreciates, you know the work that she's done on this role. She 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 was amazing, and it was the first time we'd ever really worked together on anything. Yeah. yeah. After all these years. Yeah. And it was amazing amazing to watch her work. You know, so I kind of stood back and let her get on with it. because she, she knows more than me. Yeah. <laughs> believe it or not, and um, she's been on a hell of a lot more film sets than I've been. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, but we're we're, she,
0: we're more used to seeing her in in supporting roles. So it was great to see her kind of getting a chance yeah. to showcase herself. You know.
1: Yeah, well, this is it, and I mean, I was obviously very conscious of that, and she was conscious of it as well. And right. you know, she 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 didn't take the didn't take it lightly at all. Right. So just threw herself into it, you know, and was really focused and um, uh, really determined and and uh, really cared about the character, you know, and and helped with the development of the character through the development process as well.
0: Yeah. Um... Yeah, she's she's just so watchable as well. In it, it's it's uh it's brilliant. Um, maybe just talk about the budget. How you approach the budget? Um, how how do you generally look like? What what do you prioritize when it comes to uh, allocating the the money? I, I'm sure it was a fairly small budget. I assume.
1: Yeah, it was a low budget, and it was all fully financed as well through Northern Ireland Screens New Talent Focus. So yeah. they they give you a certain amount of money. And then you have um, there was an investor, uh, Yellow Moon Post Production, came on as an equity investor, and then you have the UK film tax credit on top of that. So that's what main, that's what gives you the budget. So you know the, the way the way it was allocated was you know try and get the the best amount of money because we had to build a set. You know production design needed a certain amount of money, so you just go through each 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 um, department. Um, as best you can and, and give them what they need um and every penny as much of it as possible going on screen uh you know there's n- no one works for the fees on these uh mm. short low budget stuff
2: yeah
1: um you're not you won't be getting your, your your daily rate you know so um but at the same time i like to be fair to people um and i i think i've achieved that on on this movie but yeah, I mean, we came in on time and we came in on budget, which is ultimately what what everybody wants. Um, and hopefully now, if if we do well, that uh, you know we can recoup recoup that. Very rarely that that happens, but hopefully we'll be the we, We'll be one of those movies that does.
0: Great, and yeah, could you tell us just about some of the screenings that you've had already, uh, the festivals that you've been to, and the kind of reaction you've been getting.
1: So the first festival was at Belfast, and I mean, ultimately when we when we made the movie, um, I just thought, well, if I can get this into the Belfast Film Festival, I'll be made up. And I, I've had a relationship with the festi- Belfast Film Festival as a volunteer several years ago. Actually, when I came out of the BBC, one of the first things I do did was sign up to be a volunteer at the Belfast Film Festival. Yeah. So be like seven or eight years later, primer and you know our my first feature there was just I was so proud so mm. Belfast was amazing so we had a cast and crew screening there in April for that and then straight off the back of that Miriam Allen and William from the Galway Film fly were at the screening and they um, they wanted us to show at the Galway Film Flower. so we did that in July and then we gobsmacked when we won the best debut Irish feature and then Lola Petticrew who plays Allegra, won the um, Bingham Ray New New Talent Newcomers Award. Yeah. So that was like, I was on my way back to, I was on my way to Donegal on the Sligo bus at the time when the news came through and I nearly had a flipping heart attack. I I, I started hyperventilating Sligo um, bus station. I couldn't believe that we'd won it. And, um, Arbrona was ringing me from uh, the train on the way back. She oh, my God, oh, my God, we won. So we were just so excited about that. And then when I was on my holidays in Donegal, and we got word then from Toronto International Film Festival that we'd been selected for the Discovery Award. And that was just like WTF. I mean, mm-hmm. that was just out, outrageous. So, the, And and everywhere we've, we've shown it so far, the reaction has been amazing and it's been so warm. The amount of people who come up to Afterwards, and say, uh, you know, I can really relate to that story. I can relate to that character's struggle and what that person's, what that character's been through. And it's really, um, it's it's been really emotional. If, it sound, if that doesn't sound a bit corny, no, but it really, really has. Been very emotional. Um, the Q and A's in Toronto were great crack, and um, uh, yeah, it that, really has been overwhelming to be honest, Paul, and yeah. it's just, I'm going to be a mess next week in, um, in Derry, when we show it in Derry, I'm not going to be able to hold it together because I'm a blubbering mess half-time, I'm such a big softie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and is
0: that, that's the first home, home screening in Derry. Oh,
1: jeekers, yeah, so everybody, <laughs> all, the, all the teachers are going to be there, the, the mammies and the daddies and all the yeah. aunties and the uncles and the, everybody we've known at home for a long time you know so it's going to be emotional yeah i can't de- i actually can't even put it to the front of my mind because i start welling up like a big idiot. <laughs> so i just have to be have to try and get me get myself pull myself together and try and be a professional yeah but i am not i'll be a blubber and a mess and, all. Know, and then we're in yeah it. and then we're in dublin for the um the irish premier or the uh, the, the Dublin premiere on the 11th in of the, October. I can't wait for that every yeah.
0: In the lighthouse. So, um, yeah. And then it, it's on general release. I'm, see, I'm seeing posters around. So, and the poster's great, by I the way. Know. Well.
1: it's mad. <laughs> it's mad. Karen O'Malley at Element Pictures. I mean, I have to give a shout out to Element Pictures, who've yeah. been incredible. They came on board almost uh, just, I think, a couple of days after Belfast. They have been amazing. Yeah. And the job that they have done on getting the word out about this movie has been amazing. And, yeah, I'm just mad about that. And Roma Downey as well. I can't forget Roma, um, who was our executive producer. And, you know, Roma's a successful producer in her own right in in the United States. And she came on board as our executive producer. And her company helped us brilliantly. Her her PR company helped us brilliantly in Toronto uh, to get the word out about the movie.
2: You
1: know, so... They got us as a hit. They got us a Getty images photo shoot. Yeah. And um, so there we all were waiting to go in, and we were looking in round the corner to see who they were photographing, and it was Tim Roth. So we we're like, "Oh my God, Tim Roth!" And I think Brona had met him before, obviously, because I think on Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So um, it was great crack meeting him. Yes. And um, yeah, it was, it was really nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so everywhere, you know, so. Roma, Roma, and her people were incredible. Frank PR in New York were amazing at getting yeah. the name of the film because you have 250 films at Toronto. Wow! And for a wee film, you know, feature, just feature films, and for a wee film of ours to to get the the the, the recognition that it did, yeah, was uh, really good. And there was lots of love for it. You know, we would bump into people on in the street and go, "Oh yeah, we've heard about your movie," and all our screenings were sold out yeah so we, we, we couldn't ask for anything better Um sorry i rambled
0: before. no no that's great um you just t- touched on it earlier um just in terms of you know, have female director female producer female crew female or and uh female very much a female story H- how important was that to you in the making of this
1: oh yeah like absolutely you know the very very important there's there's a load of stories out there that have to be told and yeah. this was the first time Northern Ireland screened through this new talent focus um project um back to a, f- a female story everything else before that were all really really good films but they were yeah. all of sort of a different genre yeah. they're quite dark they were they were post-apocalyptic or they were they were. Um, very male orientated or whatever, but this was just more light-hearted and it was a real departure. Yeah. And I suppose for them too, a risk to take to do something like a, a comedy. But they were they were very behind the the material and and they knew they could do it and they knew it was going to work. Um. So for us, the, for the girls to get a chance to do all this, it was great. It was such a lovely experience as well. Right. And we had a, we had a really great time. I mean, it was tough work and it was hard and everybody was focused, but we great crack. Yeah. You know, and Paddy Cotney Courtney is obviously he's one of one of the few males in the movie. He plays Mister Gibson,
0: the art teacher. He's brilliant. Um, <laughs> it's such um, a good cast. <laughs> he
1: is he is an honorary dairy girl as well. He decided that he, <laughs> he wasn't missing the crack in Toronto. So He says, "I'm coming out with these," so he got himself on a plane and him and his "I'm a dairy girl" t-shirt, um, <laughs> Rock the red carpet on the on the dairy girl t-shirt. Yeah, um, and then we've got great actors like Dan Gordon, yeah, and Dylan Reid. And um Andy Doherty as well. Dylan and Andy are both dairy men. Yeah. Uh, who, who I've liked a lot over the years. I've been watching their stuff.
0: And, and uh, if if you could give yourself a piece of advice, the, per- the 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 Louise who was starting out on this journey, um, making this film, what might that be?
1: Trust your gut and surround yourself with really good people.
0: That's great. That's great. And uh, what have you got next?
1: So I am in the middle of prepping for a short film called Rough R O U G H and it's written by two writers from Belfast, Declan Lawn and Adam Patterson.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's um it's about a young man who has to take his wee dog to a punishment shooting. It's a dark comedy. Um, it's it's one of the best short film scripts I've read in a very long time. Yeah, and I am really excited about this one. I've got an amazing cast. I can't say who yet. Okay. But um, and some of the some of the best. Um, and it's an all male film this time actually. So okay. Uh, and it's uh it's some of the best actors, male actors in the north, uh, are going to be in that. So I'm shooting that at the end of November. Great. Oh, sorry, end of October. And um, I'm really excited about this one. It's a really, it's a cracking as well. And then I'm doing a a thing for the BBC in November. So I've a couple of things, as you say, on the boil.
0: That's great. But this is
1: the most the most immediate thing, yeah.
0: Cool. Um, Well, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, Love the film. Um, So best of luck with the release and uh, keep in touch.
1: Thanks, Paul. Really appreciate your time. All the best.